everyone is MMA by Milliken. I hope everyone is staying safe, staying sound, staying positive, staying strong. If you if you're suffering, please reach out. Please reach out. Okay, um, I'm here because I suspect a few people are suffering and suffering in silence. Please reach out. Please get to the hospital. Please get checked out. Please stay with the health regiment. Please don't be another stubborn adult stuck in their ways and want to do things, you know, certain, just listen to the doctors. Please do not take advice from other people, from random people online. Please take the advice from the doctors. Do what is necessary. Try to be here as long on this earth as long as you can. Fight, damn it. Okay. Don't leave me here stuck with these filthy casuals. <laughs> Don't leave me fight watching these fights alone, damn it. <laughs> Talking to myself on my podcast. Come on now. Come on. Um, but yeah, you know, I can't, uh, you know, I wish I could come out to you guys, give you a hug, you know, wrap your arm around my shoulders, lift you up and get you where you need to go. I truly do. You know, um, yeah, wishing you all the best. And please take care of yourselves. Now, today, we're going to get into, I got listener questions. I got two listener questions that are, whoo, I'm tr trying to keep the uh, episode short. Trying to keep the episode short. Trying to get the recaps in. Trying to definitely get the, but I mean, you guys already know, AJ, new champion. We have a new champion. Uh, Sam A. Gayaga, Gayaga. Uh, yeah, you know, Sam A lost one champ. What is going on? One championship. The UFC fighters can't stay in the win column. The fighters that were, I mean, put that promotion on the map, put that promotion on their shoulders. They're losing. Stamp lost both her belts. Online son lost a great victory for him, by the way, especially over world champion jujitsu practitioner. Because you know, as he, but we we've seen he still struggled. He still was struggling there, but it was a mistake made, and that's the thing people have to understand about fighting. One mistake. It don't matter what technique you have, what technique you use. One mistake, and that was a part. That's the part I didn't get into detail with the whole John Finch situation, but. Um, yeah, one mistake and that's it. Yeah, so, but um, as per the course, if you're new, I try, I'm trying to make it as short as possible, run through uh, the episode. And I'm always thankful. I'm always, I'm very lucky and thankful that my listener questions, uh, they pertain to either the a previous fight or a fight upcoming like this, like today. Um, now, I do have one question that's uh, kind of like a, a what if scenario that I still want to definitely talk about that does pertain to today's uh, MMA stars. But yeah, if you're new, what I've been doing lately is I go right into listener questions because then I can usually do my first picks. I can get right into picks here. I do picks primarily for UFC and I do recaps for the other promotions. Now, once everything gets at once, every once the promotions and myself get back to somewhat of a normal schedule, I can include picks for the other promotions, but most of the betting, it seems primarily based on UFC. That seems to be the big, the promotion where the money pours into. 
So what I'm going to do is take a quick break and we're going to get right to our first listener question. Hey, MMA by Milligan. It's your boy, MMA Catfish. Hey, man, I see some people just throwing some massive shade towards Jose Aldo and Jose, because he's Brazilian, not Hispanic. Sorry. Uh, I don't get it, man. When you look at his record, this dude's record is pretty fantastic. 29 wins, 7 losses. He's only 34 years old. Of those 29 wins, 17 by knockout, 1 by submission, 11 by decision. He's an exciting fighter. Losses, 4 to knockout, 1 by submission, 2 by decision. He went undefeated for quite a while. His first loss was at lightweight, so way outside of his weight class where he should have been fighting at 145. Then he goes undefeated again for a very long time. All the way up. This is where he starts getting noticeable wins. He fights Cub Swanson, defeats him by TKO. Mike Brown, TKO. Uriah Faber, unanimous decision. Uh, Manville Gamburian, and that's when Manville was hot. KO. Mark Hominick, decision, unanimous. Kenny Florian, decision. Chad Mendez, KO. Frankie Edgar, decision. Chen Sung Jung, TKO. Ricardo Lamas, decision. Chad Mendez, decision. He loses to Conor McGregor, 13 seconds. We all know how that one went. He fights Frankie Edgar. He wins. He loses two to Max Holloway. Max just really outworked him in a fantastic performance with, you know, footwork and everything. It was really, really good. He then goes on to beat Jeremy Stevens, Hinento Moicano. Uh, Both of those fights were a performance of the Knights, by the way. Then he loses to Alexander Volkanovsky, as we all know. He loses to Marlon Moraes in his bantamweight debut, but going down to 135, which I didn't think he could possibly do. I believe for that one, he looked like he looked really bad on the scale. Uh, then he lost to Petra Petra Jan uh, for the championship. It looked really good though when he weighed in. And weighed in against Marlon Vera at 135 and also looked really good on the scale. And when he weighed in on the scale today, he weighed in at 136. Didn't even take his shorts off, so I'm sure he could have made championship weight. And looked pretty good. Now, I just don't understand how people are going to look at that and talk shit on the man. When he beat so many good people. And is he going to be champ again? Probably not. But the fact that now that he actually has a nutritionist, he is making 135, which most of us thought would kill him, (laughs) and he's making it easily, and he's performing well, that's incredibly impressive still. And his losses in here have not been just complete blowouts uh, to Marais and Peter Jan and... Like the, He didn't just lose horribly and get the shit beat out of him. He still performed really well. And, man, I mean, other than just because people be hating, I don't see anything in there to be like, oh, this guy is trash. He never was good. Like, he beat a who's who, and he is still performing well after that many fights at 34 years old. Man, he needs more props. 
and <laughs> the MMA clownfish he's not a clown to me he is MMA catfish catfishing with Tat Daddy you guys gotta check out all of his content he's a content creator as well but you all know that already if you by some stretch of imagination don't you need to check out our content no matter when it comes out check it out now uh, yeah the uh, Jose Aldo Jose Aldo that is Portuguese uh, yeah I, I, I missed the slander and I'm thankful for it because I saw even McMally you know uh, he always comes with the jokes but he seemed kind of serious on the t you know he, he's not playing that either none of us I mean I, I can't I don't know a, a hardcore that doesn't like Aldo honestly I, I don't you know he's a bunch of filthy casuals I know, I know some of you new folks are like oh man why you gotta call me a filthy casual because I don't like old Aldo well because you are you are who you like Connor yeah you're casual <laughs> you're a clown ass casual at that uh, I mean, no. Look, now, as far as this fight goes, uh, now, here's the thing. With all those great accomplishments that Catfish had listed, you know, it's what's going to happen in this specific fight. Now, I assume it's going to stay on the ground. Aldo is a world champion, jiu-jitsu practitioner. Munoz is, as far as I know, a black belt. Also, brown belt in judo. I think that could help him in this matchup. But Aldo, I just think that there's, you know, he is, you know, he came in, as you said, probably would have made championship weight. So he's looking fan. And I think that's really, really all he needed was to make the adjustments with the weight. Because too many fighters, I think, cut the weight and they think hydration is going to save them. When it's like, no, manage, try to manage five pounds up. Not 10 pounds up, that's a different weight class. Especially if you rehydrate. Like, that's not even fair to the opponent. But, and a lot of fighters say, oh, well, everybody cuts weight. No, everyone doesn't. Not everyone has cuts weight or cuts a lot of weight, which has been a problem. It's not okay if fighters are missing fights. Thankfully, that has not been an issue for this legend, this legendary fighter. Again, you know, anything can happen. The problem with someone with the grappling back. Now, the thing with Aldo is that what we're seeing is that he's not utilizing the leg kicks the way that he used to. And I believe that all stems from his injury. Once he sustained that leg injury, he wasn't the same fighter as hasn't been. And to go up against a Max Holloway not being the same fighter, that's a problem. Also, too, now he doesn't have to worry about getting under reach. However, someone can get on his reach and lay him out. Because too many MMA fighters, as we've been saying, a lot lately with this whole boxing crossover even with bare knuckle boxing you know the fighters who sharpen up their skills you know do well those who are coming in the same way as they were before get pieced up it, you know you got to have the striking down but the dis defensive posturing is something that a lot of fighters miss and as great as Aldo is even he as we've seen can get caught because it's a whole universe when it comes to because people just want to say striking i don't what is that what are you talking about are you kickboxing muay thai using the eight weapons of muay thai or you know boxing
Boxing isn't just throwing punches. It is defensive posturing. It is bobbing and weaving, head movement, footwork. Uh, even in an MMA match, most of these fighters wouldn't lay, wouldn't even be able to touch Mayweather. Much less, you know, yeah, shoot for and then shoot for a takedown from what, you know what I mean? He can't just, again, footwork. What have we seen with some of the boxers who have crossed over? They're, you know, they're watching everything that their opponent is doing. We've seen some fighters, some MMA fighters, they're throwing strikes, their eyes are closed, they're looking down, they, you know what I mean? They're cringing up, they're turtling up. That's not what boxers do. Boxers can't afford to do that in boxing. They get laid out. They get lit up. And what we've seen, or what I've seen anyway, is that even with the ladies, there is just, and then nothing is champion, so it's different situation, but we see that it's a whole different ball game there the speed level is different there it's a lot of things that grapplers those who have a grappling base don't understand even though they've had you know success with striking although doesn't have you know he still is can be a victim defensively leaving himself open especially if he doesn't lay out you know you unload the toolbox with the striking and get those leg kicks going like he has in the past even against pedro you should not underestimate him. However, I'm going to pick the minus 130 favorite in this matchup, which is the former featherweight champion, the featherweight GOAT, uh, Munoz, if anyone's interested. He's plus 110. You know, I'm sure the needle is going to move some more because as we see on the timeline, a lot of people are picking him, so the needle has been moving. But uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with the legend in that one. Thank you so much for your question, Catfish. Always a pleasure. Going to finish out the main card with my picks, people. Going to finish this out with these suspect picks. Sorrel gone. A minus 380 favorite. That is, I agree with so many on the timeline. That is disrespectful. But uh, <laughs> plus 310 for Derek Lewis. Disrespectful, yes. But oh, 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 yes, that is worth the risk. Should Gon win? And eh, maybe I don't know. Maybe I know what you're thinking. Like, wait, aren't you a serial Gon stand? You? Yeah, listen, serial Gon. Every time he fought, I picked him. Every single time, he was my lock. I didn't just pick him. He was my lock every single time, and he won every single time. I don't know about this time. I don't know about this time. I picked Derek Lewis versus Curtis Blades. Honestly, I just picked him because I got tired of everybody picking Curtis. Like, <laughs> disrespect. I'm like, you know, I'm picking. I'm just going to pick Derek Lewis. That's really where that came from. <laughs> um, but uh, now, b before I even go, time out. Before I even go any further, I'm not counting out anybody. Okay? So I want to make that clear. I'm not counting out anybody. Okay. Gone, you know, athletic. And that's the thing. He could out. The smart thing to do would be to outpoint, to fight a little bit differently than he has been. With uh, Drago, you reset on Drago, you, got, you can get a lot of um, success against him if you reset on him. If you don't reset and you just stand there and you're wondering what's going on, you only get pieced up. So, you know, gone, he, all, something wouldn't work, back off, reset, go into him, back off. And I just frustrated 
uh, Drago because he couldn't find an opening. Same thing when Lewis exploded on him. You know, he, that's basically his way of resetting, whether it's coming off the ground, or no matter what. You know, uh, Derek won't, he, he's not going to go away in the night. You know what I mean? He'll reset and do his thing. I think that the, the keys to victory here with Mr. Gone is to uh, point, I'll point him. Not point, but uh, he could point at him. That work, you know, the DS technique. <laughs> I meant I'll point him. Leg kicks, lots of low leg kicks. No, no more tie. Not a whole lot of more tie. I don't even know. I don't like any close proximity. Level change against Lewis is a waste of time. Waste. Wrestling works for everything. No dumbass, it doesn't. The most of these wrestlers, UFC especially, get end up getting knocked out. Just Gaethje, wrestler, got pieced up. I know what you're thinking. Well, yeah, it's not like he uses a wrestling in MMA. Regardless, people said that they thought that his wrestling, his crusty wrestling from way back in the day, was going to help him against Habib Nurmagomedov. And I know that's Habib Nurmagomedov. And I know people want to say, yeah, but see, that's still wrestling, though, right? He had no. No, no. He got pieced up. Don't, don't try to skip over to the, the Eddie and Dustin fight. Don't try to skip over it. He got pieced up. You can't dial it up all of a sudden. And it's not going to work against everyone. And the defensive posturing of a wrestler is abysmal. That's why I don't favor, especially a wrestler crossing over to boxing. Hell nah. <laughs> no. Get pieced up. Because he can't, what are you going to do? Control the person. I'm going to hold his arms. I'm going shut up, man. I love it. I love grappling. But no. <laughs> Against Derrick Lewis, he's going to shoot him for a takedown. Stop. Shut up. Stump. No, but seriously, Lewis has, he has too much experience, man. This dude is not an O. Going up against some dude, against the one heavyweight other than Francis who's fought whoever was, had a name. Those two fought them. Period. End the discussion. Between those two monsters, they fought anyone. This dude just showing up out of nowhere, fighting a handful of kids. Nah, man. I don't favor it. You know, any other time, I got gone. Not this fight. I got Derek Lewis, people. Next up, we have the ladies. Oh, no, we got Vincente Luque versus Michael Chesa. I'm sorry. You know, I usually go... I usually go prelims and work my way up, but I just want to get, you know, I'm starting off with the main card with my question, so I want to finish off with the main card. So, uh, yeah, I'm skipping to the, you know, I love the ladies, what can I say? I love, especially these two ladies in particular. But yeah, Michael Chase uh, is actually the uh, underdog, slight underdog. It is Vegas, that doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean Vegas gets it wrong all the time. But he's the underdog in this matchup. So a lot of you who are leaning towards, not a big deal, I mean, plus 110, got to throw in a uh, parlay so you can get you some more money for those who are betting on him. Course submission. But, uh, yeah, I'm not counting out Vincente even on the ground. I'm not counting him at all. Big size difference, though. I think Chase, uh, yeah, I see, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't really favor should use that reach, you know, should really use that height and reach, but, uh, man, banging, whew, with the sound assassin, 
Yeah, I don't know about that. And it's not like uh, Luke doesn't have jujitsu of his own. So yeah, you know he has seven submission victories as well. Only two fights going to decision. Eleven finishes via strikes. Yeah, nah, man. Don't favor Chaser at all. Again, defensive striking, defensive posturing. Not bad, but it ain't real good either. Going up against Vicente. I got the silent assassin. Next up, minus 130 favorite to see a Torres. And of course, Angela Hill. It's like if she's going up against anyone who is higher, uh, ranked higher than she is, she's usually the, the underdog, unfortunately. Oh, man. Oh, come on, Angie. Come on, damn it. God, you know, I'm not supposed to be biased. I'm trying not to be biased on this show, people. I want this to be as professional as possible. I know it doesn't seem like that, especially when I'm on a timeline arguing with uh, uh, Finch. But, <laughs> you know, I'm tired of these kids. Some of some, you know, wrestling is everything. Is that the power cosmic? In a damn street fight, stop it! Cause you, cause you shot in on some frat boy, on some drunk. Come on, man! He's a football player. He know he's doing whatever, man. Whatever. Come to the hood and shoot in a, and go ahead and shoot for a takedown. I will watch your ass get lit up like a Christmas tree. Okay. <laughs> stop. You know, self defense, man. Listen. He need how to. He need to know how to point and shoot in this day and age. Unfortunately. Okay, if you're in London, good luck. Because they talk all that no-gun thing, but it's like, yeah, they stabbing each other a whole lot to the point where, you know, we have MMA fighters trying to fight against it. Like, wake up and pay attention. That dude must drink beer all the time for come out of his, pull that out of his ass. His background is in wrestling. Don't give a rat's ass, man, out in the street. It is useless. And... Nothing says that you can't get out Russell. Just because someone chose not to be in MMA doesn't mean that they don't know how to fight. Because remember, last I checked, they're not getting paid a whole lot in MMA, remember? So, gee, why go there whether you're a wrestler or not? You go someplace where you can make some money. The hell. Anyway, I don't know if there's going to be any wrestling in this welterweight battle. But... Uh, I favor, like I said, a favorite silent assassin now with Tessia Torres versus Angela Hill. Level changing. Will there be a level change? Tessia Torres, she can grapple. She'll level change. I think this is going to be a kickboxing battle between a very, very good freestyle karate fighter and former world champion kickboxer and former strawweight Invicta champion. Standing and banging, but I think Tessia Torres, her pace is hard to keep up with. It hasn't slowed down at all. She seems stronger physically than she was before when they first fought at UFC 188 back in 2015. This is an important matchup. That two wins, uh, two, both, both of them. So a big fight for both of them because they're in the lower tier of the rankings. We have, uh, now I don't know what's going to happen with Carolina Kobukiewicz versus Jessica Pena as far as, but again, whoever enters into the, keeps the win streak going, they have that chance at the 15th spot in strawweight. 
Okay. That's the thing about that division. There's always that chance to move into that spot, especially with, I don't know why the hell Fleece Herrick is still ranked. That is beyond me. However, sooner or later, she, yeah, come on. Either she takes a fight or she gets kicked off finally. I mean, bloody hell. <laughs> like, what, what the hell? But right now, as it stands, victories, Angel Hill is coming off a victory, Torres two-fight victory means nothing against unranked fighters. So very important that they maintain, when Colin maintain their position in the rankings. I don't think anything will happen to either one of them. However, that is not good for Angie to go two and three in her last five. And also with Torres, now, both fighters, nothing will probably happen because they'll take fights, but they are ranked. So they need to be conscious of who they're fighting within the rankings and not take too many more chances against unranked fighters in that division. They are dangerous. I don't care what happened with Montserrat. Montserrat Ruiz lost to Amanda Lemos, who is no joke. That does not mean that, Montserrat, that uh, Conejo won't take out these two. And she takes any fight. So, you know, this is this is important because then if they stay in the win column, they can say, well, you know, ranked one streak. Uh, you know, I'm going to turn this one down, even for these two, especially Angela Hill, who just, you know, she loves to fight. And she takes short many fights. But I think, you know, this is very important for both fight for all the uh, four four straw weight fighters. Now, I got Sonya Dawn right off the bat. Nothing personal, you know, Casey Kenny. No, not big on him. Not big on him, if you're wondering. You know, yes, I see the uh, other stuff, you know, not related to MMA. That's why I'm not a big, I'm not, I don't stand, like I said, I don't stand a lot of these fighters, man. You know, I don't. And even my favorites, when they're wrong, they're wrong. I'm not going to, you know, jump on them. If they're wrong, they are, um, you know, I'm going to scroll past why they getting dragged? Okay, I'm, I'm not. This ain't no super save a hole over here. Okay, they they grown. They on their own. But yes, um, and they're they're dead even. By the way, so doesn't matter who you bet on. Rafael Faziv finally got an opponent. You know he's been trying to call out uh, Kevin Lee for the longest time. You know this legendary. Uh, kickboxer and uh, apparently former well, I don't know if he's still a police officer or former police officer but if you're going to call somebody out that's how you call him out hilarious the way he did that I love the way he did that he is a ridiculous minus well wait not Portuguese so I guess it's Rafael Fazee yeah okay well, anyway because I, I don't like going by the announcers because they, they jacked up Joanna M. J. Shack's name. So I don't I got her name from her. Same with Caroline. I got it from her. I, I don't get it from no Joe Rogan or anybody like that. I always try to, you know, if it's Portuguese, Spanish, I, I'm, I work with it. You know, other languages or whatever. I try to go to that language or listen to the fighters say their name like J.J. Uh, but yeah, he's a ridiculous minus three forty-five versus Bobby Green plus two eighty-five. I think that's kind of disrespectful too. But yeah, I'm stick with the favor on that one though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. 
Uh, Draco, Draco Rodriguez. Sticking with him. Not a big favorite in this matchup here. But uh, yeah, I'm sticking with him. Car oh, Alonzo Menafield. For some eyeball reason, I kept forgetting that dude was on this fight right here, man. I mean, eh, I'm not real big on Menafield. Honestly, another dude, knockout artist, who, man, his defensive posturing is, is whoo, it is non-existent. He is, he's a bad, he's a mis one bad move away from getting knocked out or subs. I swear for, I don't, man, you want to talk about someone who is, I wouldn't bet on his fights, man. I hate to be, di I'm not trying to be disrespectful out this joint. I'm not, you know, but he's going up against a black belt. Again, I don't like really using the jujitsu. I just like to say it because they can be used defensively. I do not like jujitsu being utilized offensively. If you can mix it in with some judo, fantastic. Got added in with the wrestling even better but that alone nah man is you need to use that defensively again grapplers and uh, they tend to get knocked out okay go ask damian maya and or worse they end up in there with another jiu-jitsu practitioner like uh, damian maya another world champion like himself and then he's like stuck which is what i think will happen he was stuck and it's a shame because i always thought that maya could get his striking together but yeah at minifield you know wouldn't be surprised if he, you know he's a minus 240 for a reason should knock this dude out but yeah that i don't trust him at all he i mean just a massive looking light heavyweight he looks like he's you know he's ready he i don't know if that dude can even make it past to the third round i don't know about his gas tank his defensive posturing isn't good at all so yeah carrot poor kk Poor KK. Who Carolina Kobukavich. Why do my favorites always end up fighting each other? Ah, here I go again. Damn it, man. God. Oh, I hate it, man. I hate it. I hate it. I mean, I've been a Jessica P. I mean, I've been a Jessica Pina. Fan. It is Jessica Pena, right? Yeah, Jessica Pena. Jessica Payne up on here. Come on, man. It's ridiculous. But Jessica Pena. I've been a, a big Jessica. I mean, I've been a she, I, you know, adult something. Yeah, buddy. Don't know how much long I'm going to see either one of these ladies. But appropriate adult something. Yay for me. 35, 38 year old. Oh, yeah. Yes, I can't stand, you know, these kids come on here and they're like, yeah, you got to acknowledge that this girl right here is sexy. And she's like, you know, barely 21. I don't come on, man. I don't got time for no kids, man. Yeah, technically 21 is an adult. I don't got time for no kids, man. I don't simp kids, man. Get out of here with that. You know, so yeah, some adult something here. But I think, you know, KK, we just, ah, so much respect for her. You know, it's hard to perv KK, even though everyone has a crush on her. Everyone had, and everyone does have a crush on KK. I don't favor her in this matchup here. Because why stand and bang with someone who beat Rose Nami? I don't care when it was. I don't care when it was. KK, off, a completely offensive striker. She moves forward, keeps them hands going. 
and tough as nails. Why stand up there and take that beating when you could just level change? And I think that Jessica Fine, I'm not saying it because, you know, I'm her simp. No, I think that she, you just level change. Why are you going to stand there and get pieced up? Level change. And I don't know about submission, but yeah, just level change and just keep level changing and just keep uh, KK on the ground and try to neutralize her there. KK has been training with Yawana Yemjacek. So if old Jessica Pina gets knocked out, I would not be surprised at all. Okay. Now, that is it for the prelim card. Now we're going on, move on, continue to the early prelims. Manuel, Manel, Manel, KP, Catchweight 129 matchup here against Odell, Old, Old, damn it, messing these names up. Osborne, there we go, who's a plus 170 underdog right there. Oh, me and these underdogs, man. Me and these, I'm going with the favorites. I'm going to favor in this matchup here. Who I, I don't because that oh UFC no it wasn't was it UFC two thirty UFC thirty two ooh picks were trash absolute trash underdogs came out and showed out. Speaking of underdogs, I don't have Anderson dos Santos versus Mike Johns. I'm picking Mike Johns in this matchup here. Uh, but um, for the next matchup at flyweight, we have uh, Melissa Gatto, minus 130 versus Victoria Leonardo. I still have faith in Victoria Leonardo. I think she can get this done right here. And um, Johnny Munoz Jr. versus Jamie Simmons. I have uh, Munoz Jr. in that matchup. So there you have it, people. There you have it, my suspect picks for UFC 265. All right, so this list of question is from Ugar, U-G-U-R. Uh, I can't get the last name. K-A-R-A-A-L-I-O-G-L-U. And it's at uh, U-G-U-R-K-A-R-A-A-L-I-O-L-U-2. Yeah. Well, you'll, be, you'll get tagged so folks will see who you are and check out your content. So, very polite question. Hello, sir. I always love it. That's great. Love how that starts out. I have a hypothetical question. If Brock Lesnar appeared at that time between 1997 and 2002, imagine him starting his MMA career and learning the striking discipline. How good can he be against names like Mark Kerr, Mark Coleman, Mirko Krokop, Big Nog? And Fedor, because he won the championship match in his fourth professional match. In his fifth professional game, he managed to keep top submission artist Freight Mir on the field without a hitch. It neutralized Mir's 
BJJ submission and hunt striking game. He had two successful title defenses before Stipe Miocic's only second fighter in UFC history to win title in his fourth pro fight after Randy Couture, only man in UFC history to earn consecutive wins over three reigning UFC champions, Randy Couture, Frank Mir, and Shane Carwin, interim champion for Shane Carwin, but I get your point. And some fighters learning MMA at elite MMA camps into to, in their 20s, such as Fedor Alcivarine, Junior Dos Santos, and Cain Velasquez. Some of played amateur MMA matches before biggest MMA organizations. Returning to my question, I would like to ask if Lesnar had the same opportunity elite MMA camps and coaches, who would he uh, beat best fighters like Big Nog, Merkel, Krokop, uh, Fedor, Badum, Alstovarine, JDS, Stipe, and Cain Velasquez, or would he, or would be potential the top uh, five heavyweights of all time? Um, it's a tough question. It's a tough question. I think the problem with, I discussed this with um family member uh, who's, who's deep into MMA, discussing it with family and saying that like Brock could use his power a little bit more for wrestling in terms of the wrestling, you know, more suplex. I mean, he's so powerful. He's so strong. Like this dude was walking around with a 500 pound man. Okay. He's strong. Now that alone, his, if he understood how to truly utilize his power, man, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Back in those days, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, with Brock training with other, because people think it's just the trainers that sculpt these fighters. They're former fighters. But I think training with other fighters helps. You know, I think that really, you know, like Usman made Gilbert Burns better. I'm sure Burns would acknowledge that with the training. Yeah, I think that like Brock, that's what was missing, really. Because uh, he trained with uh, Extreme Couture. Well, no, he trained with Randy himself, I believe. Yeah, he trained with Randy after he defeated him. <clears throat> he trained with him later, and then he got the submission victory over Shane Carwin. I believe that's how it went. So, you know, it, uh, training with former fighters, but training, sparring with fighters, I think that would have benefited him, not just the trainers themselves. Yeah, I think Brock would have been a beast, and you know what? It would have been, it would have been, you know, him staying off the roids. That's the problem. Him staying off. We probably would have seen a more evolved Brock if he had, had he had not got suspended for the roids, because he got suspended for the roids, if I remember correctly, and he was a hefty fine that he couldn't pay for, or didn't want to pay for, or refused to pay for. It went to the WWE. I don't know what happened. Then apparently couldn't. I don't know what all went on with him. But I think there's a lot of things going on with him. So a lot of times it's not just the training. And that's something I was trying to get across on my personal account. That it's not, you can, I don't care what you're trained in. Do you have a plan? What's your mind state? Can you focus? Fight IQ. Those things couldn't, can't get solved with a whole lot of training, uh, sadly. Uh, but sure, he would have been way better for sure. Now, would he hang with the Alistair Overeem? Man, man. Because <laughs> then you're talking about pride Overeem. You, I think it would have been a worse beatdown, even with the improved striking. Uh, Mark Kerr is somewhat no. <laughs> no. Man, listen. Ah, uh, boy, Kerr is no joke. 
Hit the rules were changed because of him. No. If Brock would have got crushed, he would have improved. He would have got crushed. Uh, Coleman, yeah, I mean, you know, some of these guys, it's just too much experience. And what people saw were, like Coleman, him in his later years in the UFC after a while. The newer crowd saw him in his later years, so they're not really that impressed with him. But again, another physical specimen who just uh, was like a brother to Monster. Brock training with those two. That, see, that's a whole different ballgame. Him fighting them, eh, you know, a, a monster. Fighting them, eh, even with the improved striking, eh, because he couldn't even, you know, because wrestling wouldn't have been enough, even with his power, I don't think. And Monster was ridiculous with his power, and you can use it. Him training with a lot of those guys to prepare for other fighters, yeah, that's what we're talking about. I think it would have benefited him more to train with them. Even but I know what you're saying. Like if he was, if we kind of took him back in time, did all those, you know, had the benefits of what a lot of fighters had today. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is, yeah, I do think it. I don't think he would beat a lot of those guys even with it. However, yes. And, and I think it would help. It would have helped the business a whole lot. Believe it or not. Connor isn't the only top seller. It was Brock and Ronda Rousey. And had both of them had better striking. First of all, a whole different, oh, my God, Ronda's coach? Eesh. She needed a new coach, period. She needed a new coach. A whole completely change in attitude. A whole, both of them not being Eric pompous, arrogant uh, little kids. Not in those little kids. Not Brock, but Ronda. I shouldn't say that about Brock because he, he wasn't. I don't think he was that type of person. Um, especially to go to Randy and learn. Yeah, he's not that kind of person. But yeah, you know, Tom with Brock, yeah, definitely. If he had the time to learn, and if someone could have just said, you know, suggested, hey, you know, train with this fighter, train with that fighter, you know, yeah, definitely, and it would have benefited the business because it wouldn't have been just Connor. And Brock would probably have just retired maybe a, a year or so, two years, three years ago. And I think that him with improved striking, Especially when we're talking boxing level, where a little bit more footwork, a little bit more defensive posturing. Oh, my God. With him and knowing how to use that power. Oh, yeah. And he was already working on his ground game as far as his jiu-jitsu goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He would have been a, a, a big plus for the heavyweight division. He would, again, he wouldn't have been there now. And he probably would have lost to Francis or Derek Lewis, uh, no matter what. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it would have been such a a whole better situation, honestly, because you would have another name for the next couple of years. I think that would have kept Connor more in check. I think him being a top seller, top star, made his ego run amok. That's why he's in the situation. That's why he's in the mind state that he is now. I don't think he's in a good place mentally. I don't think he has been for a long time. But when, you know, that, that stardom, that star power goes to your head. And had, you know, Ronda not went running off like a little baby. I mean, going to WWE, whew, see, that's another problem. That's where the money is, honestly. It's not, it's, boxing is, you know, it's hard money. <laughs> you can make more money, but that's hard money, okay, depending on who you go up against. And it's hard for a superstar athlete not to get pushed in there against a champion. And, uh, you know, as we've seen, these MMA fighters haven't been doing well against these boxers, these championship boxers. 
But WWE is hard not to, because he still probably would have ended up back in the WWE because that's where the money is. WWE is money. Anyone who, every time I see MMA fighter even talk about that, I, my first response is yes, it's necessary. When Ronda, when she first went over there, I was like, yes. And then they wanted her to go over there again, but Dana's like, nah. I was like, that's a bad move. Even though, I mean, Ronda eventually went over there, but I, I was like, that's a bad move because that's the money. You got to let them do that. Let them make the money and then come back. But, um, so that probably still would have happened. Um, but yeah, hypothetically, yeah, he Brock would have been a beast, no doubt, no doubt. Now I'm not sure if he beat all those, you know, Vader or some of the other guys. But yeah, he would have definitely he would have destroyed every other heavyweight. First of all, regular Brock, the way he was, he could he would I think he would have destroyed most of those dudes in the division now. But yeah, he would definitely need improved striking. I think a Chris Dawkins will work him over. Uh, you know, what I mean, like even someone like him will work him over a gun will probably give him problems. But yeah, um, it, it just would have been beneficial for sure. I think he would have hung around longer or at least staying clean off the Roy's and having a strike. And he would have been had the ability to go WWE, make his money, come back to the UFC and do his thing. And he yeah, he would have ran through that. I believe he would have maintained the top spot. Now I don't know why beating Stipe. Well, like I said, Francis or Derek, but he would have maintained that top spot for sure. So thank you so much for the question. It's greatly appreciated. Okay. Recaps. One championship. Huge upset. Sam A. Oh, the titles have been changing hands all over the place. I am getting nervous. Getting nervous. I'm really, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to let you all in a little secret. I'm really looking at this because, uh, you know, featherweight is my that's, that's my jam right there. That's my division right there. Other than women's straw weights. And for all you casuals that yeah, he like the girl of the vision to talk about manly welterweight. Hey, if you like oily, greased up men, that's your speed. That's not my thing. No offense. Nothing wrong with that. OK. Stop. Well, to wait, they're sitting up there picking and choosing who they want to fight. We can't get those prima donnas to fight each other to say their lives, okay? And then you got Colby and these other fools. I want a championship fight. Want a championship fight. Fight someone, jackass. Fight someone. Thankfully, he got his rematch, and he'll get his jaw cracked again. Uh, now, and, uh, but yeah, that's, that's my jam. You know what I mean? And if you guys... Oh, well, Featherweight. I'm nervous about this. First of all, speaking of Featherweight, congratulations to AJ McKee. If y'all think AJ McKee and Pitbull can't run through the UFC Featherweight division, you're crazy. Okay, you need to put... You drinking... You you smoking the wrong weed if you think that they can't smoke half the... And the Featherweight is ridiculously deep. Ridiculously deep everywhere, especially in the UFC. But they would smoke half those. You crazy if you think they can't crime up the letter. Beat the top dogs? Eh, I don't know. I don't know about. But smoke half those? You, please. And, and if, if uh, Pitbull could cut down, it's over. He's champion. He cut down. Because I, I don't, that, you know, size, I, I always, I was, I wondered about him with the size with AJ. I, I didn't know about that size difference. You know what I mean? Like that, that really bothered me. You know, I, I was like, I don't know about this one for Pitbull. But, yeah, you know, so I don't know about I don't like it. I still don't like it, and I really don't like his chances over the UFC because of the size difference. And then there are some fighters like the Korean Zombie that could do, you know, if he is, can assert him, his will, he can, first of all, if he's allowed to assert, assert his will, 
the zombie will do so anywhere. Striking and level change ground for gaming, man. He can work over anyone, it seems. So yeah, even 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 both fighters who are impressive on the ground. I don't like their chance in some of those uh, in some of those matchups. But yeah, you know, again, like like a Brian Ortega, again that height reach, I don't know, you know, versus Pitbull, but AJ McKee would whip his ass. <laughs> he would get his revenge. Cause apparently uh um the uh, pretty boy uh, subbed uh, uh, <laughs> made AJ tap like in a sparring session so you got you need to tap you know you don't be going to sleep but I don't know what's, what that was all about but he mentioned it AJ McKay but I'm a little worried because you know titles have been changing hands left and right bunch of titles changing hands this year you'll see new heavyweight champion rose back in the driver's seat at strawweight worry about this featherweight situation with uh, Ortega and Volk. I don't know. Been seeing a lot of title changes and it's like they they you know you can't even you know you say well this person's supposed to win because of this this and other thing the other person just comes in. I mean who would have thought that AJ McKee would sub Pitbull? That's crazy. I didn't think that Onla Ansan would lose twice on the ground. What the hell? But he did. Sam May lost. Lost his belt, got outpointed. What? Sam A getting outpointed? It's just it's bizarro world. It's like it feels like Scarlet Witch is real, and she alter reality. It, it really does, cause this this bizarro things happen. So I don't know. I think I really think that Brian might pull it out, and that fight math isn't going to work. Cause you imagine Brian Ortega losing a uh, beating Max man. I, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I mean, I know fight math doesn't work. And I know fighters can improve. But he got his ass kicking. For him to improve, he does have... I told y'all, he has a great ground game. He does. I don't know if it'll work against Volk. But I don't... We've seen some shocking things happen. Rachel Ostovich. I mean, overhand right. Fest. Versus Paige Van Zandt. It's just been crazy everywhere. I can't watch a promotion and not see something crazy. Chris Cyborg has a promotion, people. Whoo, what is, what's going on? Congratulations to her. Now, one championship battleground. We had, you know, look, <laughs> Victoria Lee, hilarious. Oh, uh, the plan was to finish her in the first round. What is the plan? Finish her in the first round. Yeah, okay, kid. Okay. Okay, you gotta got relax. Okay. But good for her. She did finish in the first round. Good for her. Up now 2 0. Uh, it's painful watching a 16 year old in mixed martial arts. It's already hard to watch with Muay Thai. Definitely hard to watch with MMA. She's been doing good so far. Jeremy uh, Pacata, Pacata, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, climbed to 11 4. Congrats to him. Winning by decision. Rail Tufo got back in the driver's seat. Looks like she's not going to get a place on the Adamweight tournament, nor should she. Now, I don't know what's going on because Bina Wynn has a fight coming up. She should be in the Adamweight tournament. They said that whoever wins is in the Adamweight tournament. I don't know what's going on. I'm wondering if Stamp was the one who came down with COVID, or, but I've heard. But, Listening to them, it looks like COVID really decimated that 
area. I mean, it's been decimating every area on this planet, but I think it really hit that area hard. And I thought, I don't know what's going on, and I'm not going to speculate. You know, I just kind of figured that Singapore would be the one place that, you know, I don't know. You know, maybe that would be the one place where everything, you know, they, everything would be good. But I don't know what's what happened. But um, yeah, uh, looks like there's a schedule for empowerment. Ray two shouldn't be on there. She lost. But B should be. So I don't know what's going on because she's fighting someone else. As long as she gets her money, that's all that matters. But that's a little unfair. Kind of like her chances in the tournament. Uh, uh, Ruto Sawada. So, so I always get his first name wrong, but Sawada. So Unfortunately, fell to 14 and 7. The Stafford came. Did all right. But the one, the talk of the day is Allah Unsung getting back not only in the win column, but doing what he does best, finishing Lindro Atatis via strikes. You know, one mistake. You stand too long. That's the problem with grapplers, man. One mistake and... You know, going up against a good striker, they get lit up like a Christmas tree. Now, speaking of lit up like a Christmas tree, Sam A, oh man, got outpointed. Who would have thunk it got outpointed? And that burns, because I mean, PK was talking trash. Said he had a glass, said Sam A had a glass jaw. He was talking so much trash. He came through, though. Then, then you know, it wasn't a a, a huge ass weapon, but he came through, did his thing. New change. That's what I'm saying. These belts changed. Unlines, unlines, unlines. Lost both his belts. Uh, Sam Ferretech lost both her belts. You got Sam A losing his title. Steve Bay lost his title. Sean Wei Lee, Fighter of the Year 2020, lost her title. Got one shot at out this joint. Oh. It's this. Um, I don't. I. I really think that you know we got title fights coming up. I don't know Volk. I don't know him versus Brian Ortega. I don't know. I don't know. I, th I think cause fight math don't work. You say, well, he beat Max Holloway. Max Holloway beat up Brian Ortega. It don't work like that, y'all. Fight math does not work. It doesn't. It's. I don't know. Volk. That'd be crazy. Volk loses to Brian Ortega though. I got to say it. I got to say it. Uh, you know, now, Valentina ain't losing to no Laura Murphy. <laughs> that is not happening. And uh, if and when Juliana Pena fights uh, Amanda Nunes, that's going to be a beatdown. I heard you weren't even really training. No, because she doesn't have to. <laughs> you basically can't. I hate to be harsh, man. I don't mind Pena at all. I like her energy. But it's, come, on. come on now, stop. So we have a UFC 32, Sanhagen versus Dillashaw. I'm not going to be this. Yeah, I'm going to wrap this up right here. Um, do two more recaps and that's it. But um, was it a robbery? Ah, I mean, 171 strikes landed versus 169 that's not a big difference 128 significant strikes landed versus 110 for Dillashaw not a huge differential and I know what you're thinking but we saw the significant strikes with the damage done to TJ's face but the level changing remember uh 
what was the difference with Weili versus uh, Yuana? It was the level change. Even though it's only one, still, the level changes are important. And with TJ, two out of 19 attempts. And the thing about it is the ground control. How much control did he have during that time frame? That also is very important. And staying busy and active and trying to utilize. Now, they don't have, now, not only Sanhagen got credit for the submission attempt, they're counting those things now. So you're not just shooting in a takedown isn't enough anymore. If you're utilizing, utilizing submission attempts, you're, you know, it helps significantly. But I think, you know, they see those when there's a lot of strikes being thrown, plus the level change, they usually lean to that person, that fighter who achieved the level change. And so I didn't really see that as a robbery. Didn't really see that. Now, Miranda Maverick versus Macy Barber. Not a mat to me, not a robbery, but by the numbers, Maverick won that one. Clearly. So, you know, if you want to say it's robbery, cool. Bantamweight division, uh, Raylon, Rulion, Julion, Baeva, sorry, Brazil. Uh, yeah. Underdog. The underdogs, my picks were trash. The underdogs came out in drones. Darren Elkins, <laughs> I was just like, seriously? Word? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Almost gets killed. Comes out with a finish, boy. Oh, that's a wild dude, man. And as I said to me, it wasn't a robbery versus, uh, again, well, with Miranda Maverick, we got, we're talking at 82, landed versus 32 for Barber. 47, significant strikes landed versus 36. Takedowns won. However, remember, Macy, one of six attempts. That's all sloppy, sloppy, sloppy ass attempts. Ter terrible attempts. But still, attempts nonetheless. Adrian Yanez versus Randy Costa. Who ended in a finish, but still, oh, what a good fight. This fight was, this card was so much like a pay-per-view. I swear for Laura. Brendan Allen, like I said, Brendan Allen doing Brendan Allen things, you know, uh, and I know a lot of people say, well, they expected a level change, not against Punaheli Soriano because he can get caught. He did the right thing by keeping the, I told y'all he could do a little bit of everything. I told y'all, it's just, he was just off for that Sean Strickland fight. But as we see, Sean Strickland is a wild-ass dude. Norsadeen Amarov, vicious finish, round two. Mickey Gall, another underdog, can't believe he won by, by submission, bloody hell. Julio Aris did his thing. I was, man, Andre Ewell, to me, he wasn't out. To me, it was an early stoppage. Let it go on a little bit further. You know, let it go on a little. That was a little wet. To me, that was way too early. But a lot of people didn't think there was an early stoppage. Sajara Hughbanks doing her thing, finishing on top versus Elise Reed. You see what I'm saying? Like, just too much size, power. Not a lot of size, but power. She has a form of Bantamweight in there. And she's still ranked in the Bantamweight division last I checked. <laughs> oh, my God. But I don't. they don't, shouldn't have to wait for them to fight a ranked fighter. To put them in the other ring, I don't know. 
Well, you can't put her in flyweight division, though, because she's... Yeah, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. But don't leave her in the bantamweight division, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't leave her there, but... I guess it's like, well, don't want to kick her off the rankings, try to go ranking to ranking. Yeah, I, I, okay, now I think about it. Okay, got it. Diana Belbita. Um, Hannah Goldie. And people would say with Hannah Goldie that she should uh, get her striking together. To me, or lose, trim the muscle. Because, man, she looks like she can barely move up a body. But now, to me, use keep the, keep the muscle and get the wrestling better. Now get get that together. She's too. She should be ragdolling these women and jujitsu. She should be killing them on the ground. Uh, so she needs to get that together, not the striking. And she needs straw weight. <laughs> striking? She's not gonna keep. She's not gonna catch up to no Angela Hill or to see a Torres with no striking. You get me? They gonna light her up like a Christmas tree. She can't catch up. You know she needs to stick to stick to the. Uh, Get the wrestling together. She's not going to catch up to any of them. She's going to get her ass kicked. She's trying to stand and bang with those women. Nah. So, uh, we have uh, Philip Rowe with the vicious, uh, speaking of striker versus wrestler, John Finch. Yeah. Okay, he got pieced up. Like I said, wrestling is not that. Wrestling is fantastic when it comes to MMA. It is not good. I don't care how many times you see a frat boy take somebody down, or some big kid takes down, you know, slams somebody on the ground. Because he's trying to say it's more than just shooting them for a takedown. It's you getting close to someone to do anything. That's problem number one, which leaves you open to God knows what in the street. Getting stabbed, getting rock bashed on top of your head. Once your kids fighting, they don't know what the hell they're doing, and one person tossing the other one on the ground. No, it's not great defensively. Also, not everyone can do a hundred pound kid who lives off of candy is supposed to shoot in or, or control someone who's twice their size. You're out of your mind. No. No. And most grapplers in MMA end up getting pieced up and knocked out because their defensive posturing is atrocious. That's why so many of them can't cross over into boxing well because their defensive posturing and everything related to it is non-existent. And wrestlers are flat-footed as hell. They have zero uh, foot movement. Crazy. Easy to get knocked out, man. No. Um, anyway, Ryan Benoit. I think it's... Is it, I keep saying Benoit. It's not Ben Wado. I don't know. I keep asking every time. Because uh, he's a, a constant name on the podcast. And I always, like, I always ask that same question. But, uh, yeah, he lost. Lost by decision. <laughs> Jenny Frey. I love, how, I love her humble. I love her humility. Haven't earned a right. As far as she was concerned, she didn't earn a right to be calling nobody out. Don't try to set her up Felder she's like nah you not set me up ginger snap <laughs> tough loss for Ashley Yotter oof losing streak probably gone already but she's one of those fighters that takes any fight anytime so I don't think she's gonna go just yet I would be sad to see her lose you know I'm quick to be like get out get the boot would be sad to see her go uh Kaya Kamaka I'm actually I was like bro what was going on that low kicks my man he I'm surprised Danny I would have stopped if I was 
t Danny Chavez is tough as nail. He is tough because I would have been like, look, this fight is over. This dude done poked me in the eye, kicked me in the groin. This fight is over. I'm rolling. I'm out. Declare it whatever you want. I'm going home. Good grief, man. He's lucky it was a draw. Draws, however, a lot of money. A lot of money. We're talking like plus 800 at times. It's a lot of money. Hard to anticipate when a draw is going to happen. And it could tank your winnings if you just pull, slow some, you know, kind of slide some change on there just in case. Like say, oh, me just, just in case, put a little bit of money, you know, it can mess up your winnings because you're still putting that as a loss. But it can last a lot of money. This rare, but MMA, boxing, that's a lot of money if you can anticipate it. Rafa. Chris said, not today. Not today. Came through with the win. Fight of the night. Went to Ryan, went to Brian Barbarina and Jason Witt. These filthy casuals on a timeline, whining and crying. See, his fight called fancy. This is a horrible fight. Bunch of idiots. Bunch of idiots. Okay. Fight of the night. Start out with a decision, but it was fight of the night. Fantastic fight. We got KO finish at featherweight. Okay. KO finish at welterweight for Jared Gooden. KO finish for Chanyan Bays. And like I said, um, again, they asked Dana a question. There, in some of these situations, it's just it's not a good thing because Dana has like what the first it was a Paulo Costa situation. What you know, well, isn't it something? You know, pay them the same as the YouTubers and, and easy comeback. Same with the situation here. She was coming off of a loss. She could have gotten cut. Talking about more money, couldn't gotten cut. Now I don't like that Dana said eighty thousand dollars because like gee yeah eighty thousand dollars thing for her. First of all, it's Gloria making, you know, it wasn't an early finish, but it wasn't a, a, a legal. Gloria was not a uh, downed opponent. She wasn't. Good opportunity seized by Cheyenne. But uh, yeah, if it wasn't for that, then she probably wouldn't have, if it wasn't for that kind of slight mistake that Gloria made, she got up, you know, it could, there's not much, much she could do. It's not a single thing that she can do. Bays just ca capitalized on a mistake. But she left her face open completely as she got up. Not much you can do in that situation. There's no advice I could give her or anyone else in that situation I believe can give her. She got caught. But had that not happened, Bayes probably would have went to a decision and she wouldn't have 50 grand. So it's like, what are you talking about? It's $80,000 including the 50 grand, bruh. But he's easy comeback. You know, you got to win your fights, and he's absolutely right. Got to go on a win streak and to come into the UFC and lose the way that she did. I mean, again, am I in favor of fighter pay? Sure. When you're using examples like John, her and John Jones, no. <laughs> should, should, you know, oh, that Deontay Wilder money. No. None of them deserve. I'm sorry, no. Yes, even John, no. $30 million. If he can get it, more power to him. I don't give a damn. You know, I don't give a rat's ass. Um, but if y'all not trying to pay more for pay-per-views, you know, be quiet. Anyway, yeah, you heard me. 
Anyway, Sean Strickland, crazy man, wild man, Sean Strickland. I had a, a Dariah Hall. Listen, that dude, again, talent, 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 skill. His mind is just not there, and I think his cardio is trash. I think that's the root of the problem. He blew his wad. He almost beat Paul Costa. He blew his wad in that third round. And he's been having cardio problems ever since. And I think that that's the problem. And yes, you know what I'm about to say. Father Tom is undefeated. That is it for today's podcast, people. Thank you so much for joining me. John Finch, wrestling is not good for self-defense. You can get out wrestled out in the street. You can get pieced up. The main thing is there are no rules. You think there are, there are no rules out in the street at all, folks. So should you learn wrestling? Learn whatever you can. Wrestling, you learn all of it. Does that mean you're going to win every fight? No, because just because someone doesn't go to the UFC to get, you know, Harry change, <laughs> get, get gagged out of their money, doesn't mean that they can't fight. Okay. That is just a terrible falsehood by so many people thinking that, you know, someone can't fight simply because they're not in the UFC, just because they weren't in a gym that they recognize. It's a stupid assumption. Okay. But yes, learn whatever you can. Okay. And see what it is that you're good at. Just because you learn wrestling doesn't mean that you're going to be good at it. Just because you learn jujitsu doesn't mean you're going to be good at it. Okay. And where I come from, you had to know how to throw down. You had to know how to stop people who try to take you down because the last thing you want to do is be on concrete getting kicked in your face by a group of people. Okay, there are no rules in a street fight. Any language when it comes to self-defense, tell me some one-on-one. Well, I said one-on-one. In the suburbs? You mean, where I come from, one-on-one doesn't mean a thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? People lost one-on-one means nothing. Unless your cotton t-shirt you uh, sleeping every night is made out of vibranium, son, you're not wearing, like I said, anyone who's quick to talk about a street fight in any regard has never been in one before. And I don't want you thinking, well, what are we supposed to do? First off, um, avoid confrontation. That'll help. Two, are you in shape? Probably not. <laughs> Even him. Where's the MMA fighter? Former MMA fighter. Okay, again, how many street fights he been in? Not many, if at all. Not the same things. No Herb Dean out in the streets. It was MMA, unified MMA rules that prevent them from hitting each other in the back of the head. In a street fight, I can hit in the back of the head as much as I want. I can snap your neck and try and shove your, the bones in your nose up into your skull. Moreover, any weapon I want. Same with anyone else. Moreover, you touch a made man, you touch someone in the back black gorilla family, you die. Period. So it's no. Void confrontation. You're a businessman, not a fighter, or businesswoman, not a fighter. Make up your mind, make a decision, and move appropriately. First thing, are you in shape? Get in shape. Are you eating right? Eat right. No, you can't just all of a sudden be a slob. And think you're going to shoot for a takedown or control someone, control someone. Why get out of here with that? Are you throwing a punch? Why are you controlling them? Elbows. That's striking, fam. 
Need both. Need everything. So, and if you have any questions when it comes to self-defense, by all means, ask. Okay? By all means, ask. Because it could mean life or death. You can't assume anything out here because that's all that is, assuming. Assuming a lot of variables may take place that probably won't. But you had a first rule, because that is what it is, street fight. Well, self-defense, no, it's not self-defense in an ice cream factory or in the basement of your house. You mean out in the street or someplace out somewhere. No, it might go bad, which usually that's what happens in true serious street fights that goes bad. Thank you so much, you guys, for joining me and listening to me ramble on. It's greatly appreciated. You guys take care. Stay safe. Stay sound. Stay positive.